You're listening to the Take It From Us podcast, where creative entrepreneurs learn to lean into their passions and create a thriving business that impacts in a big way. Hosted by Don Charles and Emily Majors, two photographers turned educators here to help you cultivate your dream career. We'll share our mistakes and successes, both professionally and personally, so that you can rise where we fell, find inspiration within our wins, and fast track to your brightest future. Ready to be bold in your transformation and take your business to the next level? Take it from us. It all starts here. What's up, guys? Hi, Emily. Hi. So good to see you. I'm looking at Dawn's face currently. (laughs) On a screen. On a screen. However, tell them your good news of the day. Oh, yes. My good news. I get to see Dawn next week. Unexpectedly. Unexpectedly. What a gift. I was supposed to be up in Oregon for a retreat that had to be postponed, unfortunately, due to the pandemic. So now I have airfare and nowhere to go except Dawn's house. So I'm so excited that I get an opportunity to come and see her new house as I have seen every house she's lived in basically <laughs> yes. every time they've moved. And gosh, even now the house you grew up in. Yeah. Wow, so I really saw have. that. And then where you and Tommy first moved and then how many times you've moved since then, except your most recent home. So I'm so excited to head out and see the fam. And we'll probably get to record some episodes Live in the flesh, since we haven't done that yet. Live in the flesh in Dawn's closet. Yep. That's, we'll let you know. We're coming to you live from Dawn's closet. Yeah. This one, I'm in my office, but we might, you know, rendezvous to the closet. We might rendezvous to the closet. Um, yeah, that is my good news and positive positive uh, thoughts for my day. What are yours? Um, the first thing I thought of was my little Logan, who is my two-and-a-half-year-old daughter is this little spitfire and sassy and not always the most cuddly or affectionate. But lately, she's been just randomly going, I love you, Mom. You're a great mom. And I don't know if oh. she saw this on a TV show or, like, where no, this is coming from. No, she loves her mom. But it's been so sweet. And she just learned the I love you sign with her hands and she'll just do that to me and then walk up and like hug my hand with her hand and be like, I love you. Are we friends? And I say, yep. And she'll go, thank you. Oh, <laughs> it's incredible. the sweetest. You so, are a great mom. Oh, thanks. So that was kind of the highlight of my week. She started doing that this week and it's been really sweet. So Ezra told she, me the same thing this week. Oh, how nice of him. <laughs> <laughs> Ezra is my dog for those of you that he don't is. know. Oh, I love that. That is that that made me smile. So those are great things to start off this week. If you started your own business, you are your own boss. But along with being the CEO, you're also the accountant, marketing manager, creative director, executive assistant, and many more titles. If you don't do it, it doesn't get done. And if you need help doing it all, you need HoneyBook. HoneyBook is an online business management tool that organizes your client communications, bookings, contracts, and invoices all in one place. It's perfect for independents, freelancers, entrepreneurs, or small business owners that want to consolidate services they already use. With HoneyBook, you can automate your busy work. With tools like lead management, contract and invoice templates, client communications, and online payments, you can provide a professional client experience that showcases your brand so you stand out every time. They also have e-signatures and built-in automation to save you time and get you paid faster. 
You can get started with 50% off your first year when you visit share.honeybook.com slash take it from us. Membership options are flexible and this amazing promotion applies whether you pay monthly or annually. Go to share.honeybook.com slash take it from us for 50% off your first year. Simplify your to-do list and stay in control with Honeybook. Yeah, so today is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, um, but we're just going to dive in and talk about how to find inspiration, Um, especially right now. I know like being in the middle of a pandemic and all of that, like it can be easy to get into a funk or a creative rut. Um, And I know last year, a lot of us weren't shooting or, you know, stuck inside all day with all our events canceled and everything. So um, it can be hard to find inspiration sometimes and hard to kind of keep that momentum going. But we just wanted to share some ways that we find inspiration um, and that we get out of creative ruts and how to also do that without copying other artists. So Emily, you want to kick us off with an example of how you find inspiration? Totally. I love what you said this past two years I say two years now because, gosh, it's almost the end of the 2021, but has just been crazy. And um, it's been necessary to just kind of get yourself out of a creative rut and find inspiration again. And I don't know, just when you're not shooting. And um, honestly, I just feel like art requires thought always. I always say that. And um, outside of a pandemic, art requires thought and like time to feel inspired and create something new. So especially when we have a ton of time on our hands, how can we use that to um, regain inspiration for when things hopefully pick back up and go back to, you know, semi-normal. For me, one way is to create Pinterest boards that don't have anything to do with photography. Um, I love being able to create boards that have different colors and shapes and travel inspiration or things that inspire me that give me like a feeling um, Pinterest is just amazing for all the reasons that we do not need to say, cause I'm sure you all agree. Um, but it can be overwhelming of course too, but just being able to create different, um, instead of repinning, you know, other photographers work for inspiration. Uh, I would, I'd rather try to get into this mood of like, what colors am I like dreaming of at a shoot? Like what kind of outfits are they wearing? Pinning different things about outfits. Um, travel, like where do I want to shoot or what kind of landscapes inspires me. So maybe it's not a specific location that you want to shoot at, but just something that is, again, bringing you inspiration to like create and um, define a feeling. I think that's what I use Pinterest for a lot. It's just like, what do I want this to feel like? And then just kind of creating different, using different elements and textures and images to kind of create that. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, I, I love pinning stuff that's not like photography related, or even if it is photography related, not like my niche of photography. So yeah. I'm not pinning like, you know, other wedding photographers that are currently shooting work. I'm pinning like weddings from like the 1960s or like, you know, I love like this kind of goes into my next one of just watching films that inspire you or like reading, like flipping through coffee table books. Like I love yeah. old life magazines and um, time magazines. I love looking through like history textbooks, which I don't know if this is super nerdy and I'm alone in this, but like black and white film photography from the 1920s through the 1960s ish is so inspirational to me and just like amazing and historic and 
photojournalistic and I just love that. And I feel like if you can draw inspiration from something like that, it's such a unique place to get inspiration from that not a lot of people are necessarily looking at. Um, and to be able to have that somehow transpire into what you are creating in modern times with weddings or portraits or whatever it is on the different mediums that we're using. Totally. Um, but yeah, maybe flipping through fashion magazines or um, watching films that inspire you. I'm so inspired by different films. Like I mentioned before, I used to want to be a cinematographer. So I pay a lot of attention to sometimes I like forget what's happening in the storyline of a film because I'm so distracted by the art of that film and how they decided to do different shots and how they use different color palettes in each scene and um, the architecture and interior design of the set. um, Those things are so inspiring to me and um, the music that they play in the movies or just music that you're listening to on the radio or wherever. It's just such an awesome way to kind of fuel all these different avenues and like senses of creativity that aren't going to cause you to copy another artist or um, get stuck in this rut of like just following trends within your creative world. Um, Instead, you're kind of able to expand that horizon and draw inspiration from, you know, history and different mediums and stuff like that. Yeah, I love that. I I remember going through a um, thrift shop one time and there was a section of photographs, which is so funny to me that they're in a thrift shop that you can like buy other photographs for like 25 cents. But I collected so many from, uh, they were pictures of couples that were like outside their house or sitting on a car and like so casual. And it definitely wasn't like a planned shoot. You know, these are like, oh, my friend took this of us. And then that person maybe passed away. And then in an estate sale, these photos came up. But I used to throw them up on my wall as like inspiration just from, yeah, the nostalgia of what those things did. And I, and I love that. Um, I think another really great way is to get together with other creatives, uh, in your area or just even online or just, you know, have conversations, dream together, collaborate, feed off of each other's inspiration. Um, talk about what you're struggling with. I think that's something that is so like taboo in our industry and we don't do it enough, but to like band together as a community to be like, I'm really struggling. I'm not feeling inspired. Um, This is where I'm struggling most. And just being able to like get it off your chest, but then have other people speak life back into you and really like affirm you and encourage you and motivate you to do, you know, something that you're passionate about or to really like create something together. Like I love a perfect example is Don and I both thinking about workshops on our own and then kind of coming together to create one. And that's not saying that in your downtime, you need to create a whole workshop, but just being able to be like, Hey, I have this idea. So do I, we probably work way better together and we do things similarly. And like you inspire me and all that stuff to like be able to bounce ideas off of each other, I think is so huge. Um, so using our community is something that I don't think that we, I think we undervalue it and we should be using it more in so many ways. I get, I gain inspiration from so many creatives. And again, without copying them of like, Oh, she did that shoot. I'm going to go do it. Exactly. That's a no, but being able to just like, again, I go back to feelings like, oh, that made me feel something, or I have this feeling that I want to conceptualize somehow, and I'm going to figure that out. Um, Looking at your work makes me feel this, or I see this, or I, you know, all of that. And that's what I hope to inspire in other people. And I love 
when other people's work inspires me in those ways too. So definitely getting together with your, with other creatives and bouncing ideas off of each other and just being that support system for one another in times like this. Yeah, for sure. And we like get so inspired at our workshops just by, I mean, we're the ones teaching, but we have all of these different people coming from all over the world. I mean, we've had (laughs) Australians and um, just seeing their different ways of doing things. I mean, there's so many different approaches you can take to our job. And even if it comes down to feeling of like, oh, wow, the way that she like directed that couple, like I felt like they were so comfortable or like she was so positive and encouraging. Like I want my couples to feel that. So I'm going to like try to emulate that. And, you know, you're able to maybe just take a different approach, but you still end up with your own version of that. Or even different editing or on top of that, maybe they shoot film and you shoot digital. And like, I have so much inspiration from actual film photographers. And I'm like, I love film. I don't shoot it. Oh, I do shoot it for fun, but like not professionally. So like being able to draw inspiration from other, I guess it kind of goes back to other mediums, but other creatives as well. Like I get inspired by other creatives that use different mediums to capture things. Yeah. Um, another way would be to re-edit your past work. I know that I still do this, but I did this all the time years ago when I would have a shoot that I loved, but my editing was kind of constantly evolving and I was learning and I would go back and re-edit those raws and fall in love with those photos all over again. So Today it happens more so because I am not shooting as much, but I'm still wanting to post content. And so um, sometimes I'll be inspired by, you know, a certain way of editing or I'm developing a new pack of presets and I want to experiment and test my images out um, with new edits. And so I'll go back and pull raws from the archives from years ago and from shoots that I maybe forgot about and I can look at them through new eyes and re-edit them and have a new appreciation for that work. And it kind of will re-inspire me to shoot more or share more, um, or, you know, edit differently. Cause I feel like editing is such a huge part of our craft and it's kind of overlooked sometimes, but it really is something that you can, express your creativity through and it's not just while you're shooting. So, um, that's a huge one for me to just kind of fall in love with old work and remind myself of, you know, things that I've created in the past that I should be proud of. If it's beautiful emails you're after, look no further than Flowdesk, the email marketing platform that helps small business owners design emails that look as good as they are easy to create. With a huge gallery of beautiful templates and an intuitive drag and drop interface, Flowdesk allows members to customize emails quickly and elevate their brand all while serving their audience. At just $38 a month, Flowdesk offers members unlimited email sends, subscribers, and access to all features. Try Flowdesk for free for 30 days and get 50% off with our code TAKEITFROMUS. Oh man, I love that so much. And not that kind of like leads into what I'm about to say about uh, not only falling in love with old work, but being re-inspired by creating new work. And I think setting up a shoot for you just because, in, or what we like to call it, it's creating personal work. Um, this is something that I swore by when I first started and something that I still swear by that I still do today is like creating for me, creating 
um, for free. Having this idea in your head and being able to make it happen by even even getting a few groups uh, or a group of creatives together, like a florist and a dress designer or a stylist or models or you know product just anything setting up any type of shoot it could even be something that you never shoot like it could be a brand photo shoot of a brand you're inspired by when really you're a wedding photographer like or it could be hey I'm going to ask a couple to come come out to this location I've been dying to shoot at that I feel inspired by and I'm going to create art that makes me feel something and that I'm excited about without the pressure of um you know payments contracts and like their vision Cause I feel like going into a shoot, you know, they definitely trust you, but also they have like an idea of what they want, or maybe they've chosen the location or it's their wedding day. And obviously they chose the venue, but with this types of shoot, I'm talking about you taking creative direction and control and really setting something up in a place you've been dying to shoot at. Or like I said, one that inspires you and grabbing a couple and kind of directing them on what kind of outfits you want them to wear. And just like making your concept and dream come to life is so valuable. Some of my favorite work I've ever shot has been in moments like that where it's just stress-free and fun and it's a group of creative people all coming together, giving their talent and their time and their art and just being able to create for you. It's a definitely a huge breath of fresh air to regain and reignite that inspiration. For sure. Yeah, I don't do that enough, but I feel like it's so inspiring when I do. Um, another one would be to try a different medium. So maybe that means that you are trying film for the first time, or maybe you're trying something totally outside of photography. So for me, for a little bit, I was watercoloring or drawing. Um, you could also be like another one that's more recent and practical for me is just interior design of like doing projects in my house and, uh, designing new spaces. Um, but maybe that means that you are trying video on your camera. If you just want to stick with using a camera, um, you could also try just creating with your hands, even if that means like planting a garden or just doing something that's another outlet for you to focus on and create something. Um, try just kind of stepping outside what you're used to and not forcing yourself to stick within like, okay, I need to be inspired, but I need to be inspired doing wedding photography. No, you can inspire yourself in other ways by kind of, um, just expanding that horizon and, letting your brain express its creativity in other ways and then coming back to your niche or your main medium and feeling refreshed because you've given yourself another outlet for that. Yeah, that's such a good one and something that I feel like I don't do enough and would probably (laughs) value, um, like have a lot of value in doing something like that. Um, It's frustrating starting film. We, my, uh, Jeff and I, my husband have, we've been shooting film on vacations and like when we go travel and mostly like landscape stuff. And it's been so inspiring and I get so excited now when we travel to take our film cameras, but I would love to incorporate film more into my, my medium of shooting as well. It just is a lot, but I have so much like appreciation and value in it. And again, because it's new and exciting and I'm learning, I do find a lot of inspiration from it. Um, Yeah. I think another really good, thing to do when needing to get out of a creative rut or be inspired again is to attend a workshop or invest in online education. This is something that, you know, Don and I say that when we, she already said this, but when we host workshops, we leave feeling just as inspired 
by the women that come to our workshops rather than what we could offer. So it's such a breath of fresh air for us as well, um, just even hosting them, but attending one. And just even if you, I've heard from people that like, maybe they know about the practicality of things that we've talked about, like using these systems and doing this and how to respond to emails. Like maybe they know all of that, but just the shoots that we've set up or just being in a room with other creatives and creating that community was inspirational to them. So you should attend a workshop for the community, for the education, for the, um, just reset. I think again, being in the presence of other creatives is such an inspiration, at least for me. Um, and investing in online education, finding a topic that you need, you've known you need to like get better at or, um, improve at, or something that you know nothing about and you want to learn about it. I mean, gosh, this could even be like knitting or sewing or something like that. Like kind of what Don was saying about trying another medium of something that is like creative and stretches your creative brain and creative muscles. Um, or it could be, you know, related to your, um, your type of work that you do in the creative industry and how you can invest in that and how you can grow. I think finding inspiration and getting out of creative rut has so much to do with finding areas and pockets where growth can happen. I think that's the most stretching. And as artists, I think, um, like I mentioned earlier, art requires thought. And when you're, when you're really taking time as I think artists don't, they undervalue time in our, in our field where it takes time to create things and to think of things and to dream things and to make things happen. It doesn't just happen overnight and we're not robots, we're artists and art is unique as well. So really being able to, um, showcase that and feel inspired again, takes investing into yourself and into your craft. So I think a workshop or in a piece of online education that a photographer or, you know, someone in your field has put out that you're struggling in or just want to be better at, or maybe already know about it. You just want to refresh and a reset in that area is so valuable. And like we've already mentioned in past episodes, a tax write-off and just other benefits for your business as well. So that's a great option. Yeah. And I feel like when you're talking about workshops, just it's almost like even if you don't learn anything new, which I guarantee you will, like even I learn something new every single time we host one. But if you think about when you go on a vacation or when you go to summer camp, I feel like I just come back feeling like so much more refreshed and inspired and like out of any like funk or rut I was feeling and just ready to like, you know, take on my next project or start a new routine or I just feel like refreshed and full of life. So that's kind of going into my next one of taking a day off or going on a drive or stepping away from your computer, just taking a break and letting yourself have some grace for wanting to take time off of this thing that you should be inspired by. Because I think oftentimes we're like, okay, I'm not inspired. I need to work harder. Like I need to focus harder. I need to like push myself to keep creating. And sometimes you just need a break from all of that. Like our brains just need different things to be inspired by and have outlets for. And I think if we just try to hunker down and just put our like head in our desk and keep working, we're just going to get burnt out. So give yourself that time to step away. And even if it's not intentionally to go get inspiration and go find inspiration, I promise you probably will find inspiration. If not just from the break of being stuck in your work all day and being frustrated by not being able to come up with something new or be inspired, 
if you can go for a drive, you might be inspired by the landscape that you're driving through or the houses that you're driving by or the color palettes that you're seeing. Um, or if you go on a vacation, you might be inspired by new people and new scenery and an art gallery that you stumble upon. Um, so just allow yourself that break, give yourself grace. The beauty of running our own business is that we can make our own schedule for the most part and give ourselves permission to take time off and take a day that you can call a work day because you're taking it as your day to go get inspiration and fuel yourself up for coming back a better creator and artist. I love that. One of my favorite things to do in life is like on the perfect evening, dusk is like my favorite time of day, getting in the car, driving with your windows down, listening to like your favorite song. And I just feel so inspired when I do that. I love driving through like gorgeous places, not downtown LA, but just <laughs> like if I'm somewhere, um, you know, in Yosemite, oh my gosh, like I could put myself in Yosemite right now. I'm just like literally driving with the windows down, listening to music and just being inspired by like what I'm looking at and what is around me. And it's just magic. And I feel like, I always feel like I want to like be in a movie or I feel like I'm in a movie in like one of those indie films that you see, like <laughs> the, just the music and the the car ride and how they film that. And I don't know, I feel like Jeff makes me see things so differently too. As a screenwriter, I'm always looking at, like he always brings out things in like storytelling and like composition even and how he would direct that or something. And so it's so cool. I love that one. That is a huge source of inspiration for me. Uh, lastly, really honestly, guys, just take a step back. I think that's a huge thing of finding inspiration too, is taking a step back, remembering why you do what you do. Um, journaling, gosh, you could literally get out some paper, start writing and like re-inspiring yourself by just reiterating what you love and why you do what you do and what your goals and dreams are for the future. And that can just ignite a flame, you know, in you to keep going and reach those goals. Um, yeah, like I've said a million times, this podcast art requires thought and takes time. So give yourself grace, um, love yourself well, love your community well, um, and I know that you'll, you know, get back to to feeling just like that fire under your butt to keep going and creating and doing what you love. So I hope these tips were helpful. Um, we do these things. Pick one. We challenge you to pick one and do them for yourself if you are feeling that you are needing to get some inspiration and get out of a creative rut. Um, but yeah, be gentle and be kind with yourself. And we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>